I'm Alex Keller. And I'm Mike Harding. This is the Filmtastic Voyage. Mike, guess what? It's my turn to do the intro, and I don't know what to say. Well, Alex, listen, I have a mouthful. I have a mouthful. Of words? Of Yeah, of words. Oh, that's so poetic. Uh, as, uh, you know, continued from our last episode, I just moved to glorious Burbank. Yeah, so if the ambience sounds different, audience, <laughs> that's what? because of that. Our voices are bouncing off the walls right now, but I'm pretty sure... This feed isn't picking it up. But basically, I literally, uh, you know, my girlfriend and I, we just moved in as of like yesterday and part of today. So... You're sitting on a box. I'm sitting on a box. You're sitting in a chair. That's yeah, the guest chair. I might have stole your chair. That's totally fine. Um, but yeah, we're just surrounded by clutter right now. And there's no internet because there's literally one day of no internet, you know. It's like the transfer over. But how right? are we going to get the people this podcast? Going to have to write it to him like Paul Revere. That's not Paul Revere. What? Paul Revere didn't... Whatever. <laughs> Paul Revere... He didn't write t- anyone anything. He just told people with words. Well, I guess, I guess it'd be like that. But well, instead of instead of <laughs> shouting about the British, it's a podcast. He's like, hey, everyone, listen to the Film Tastic Voyage. I'm Paul Revere. <laughs> well, and I me, support this message. Let me tell you something about Paul Revere, Alex. Since uh, this, that was like a smooth crystal... A pristine segue into Paul Revere, and I just ruined it by saying that. But uh, Paul Revere, he was like this uh, uh, man. I forget what town he was in. Probably Boston. Probably. I just guess that that's probably like where everybody. New is. Englandsville. New Englandsville, and he was really popular with the ladies. Well, why? Have you seen was, his pictures? He his was paintings. He was a tall, strapping young man during five the, during four the Revolutionary Era. Five four, yeah, he was a tall five four, and uh, basically, what he was able to do is he was he was able to get the inside scoop on a lot of uh, what the redcoats were were planning because their wives would always be talking uh, talking up Paul Revere. Loose lips sink ships. <laughs> yeah, is that an actual phrase? That's from a uh, fucking WW two there. Oh, okay. Loose lips. Oh, because of the. Is that because of the, the uh, shit? I don't know. I don't know if it was British or whatever. Basically, it's like, hey, don't blab about military plans because the, you know, the Germans, they're listening. They're going to sink our chips, chips with their torpedoes. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Alex, um, I, well, okay, here's the thing. So from last time to this time, which was literally a week, uh, I think, yes. Yes. Um, I haven't seen one lick of... Of any movie, and well, that's because I've been moving this whole time. Well, hey, you're in luck because this week has probably been like the most explosively fucking busy week of movie news in a while. It's true. As per tradition, the day after we finish <laughs> recording a, an episode, everything goes to shit news-wise. Um, so it's good that we held off. So it's pretty good that we held yeah. off, yeah. And so even then, we're we'll probably have to you know save some news for next episode too, so sure. we don't just. 
blow our load. But so for this well, week, we, we, always, we will focus on Comic-Con. Just yeah. everything happened in Comic-Con. Yeah. And here's the thing. If we run out of material, we always just fall back on existential questions. Yeah. So. Or our old you know, old <laughs> jokes. Our old Maybe jokes. they'll land this time. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, yeah, Comic-Con. Speaking of jokes, actually, real quick. You know, uh, now that you live in Burbank, you know who was in Burbank just like not like five days ago? Who? Jerry Seinfeld. Doing what? Playing. He was doing a show at Flappers. No way. Yeah. Yahweh. Yahweh? It was just like... Surprise show at Flappers, Jerry Seinfeld, and I was like, I sh- didn't Damn go it. to that. I would have loved to have gone to that. Well, you're too busy moving. I know. But it's like a secret show, right? It's sort of like, hey, you got to know someone knows someone that knows that he's doing Probably. This. I heard about it like an hour before it happened. Because, I mean, he's like selling out stadiums and shit, that guy. Is he? Is he do- still doing that? He's pretty popular. I mean, he's, got, he's driving around in cars with other comedians. Who's got the time to sell at stadiums? Yeah, but have you seen those cars? Are they? They're his car. No, they're not his cars. They're not his. No. Because, but he is insanely rich. How come him and Jay Leno like cars so much? They're both comedians. I think it's a rich they both person. Like car. I, I think it's a rich person thing. Doesn't does Jay Leno or is it Seinfeld that has like that secret garage in New York that's like just oh, like a that basement has, full of cars? That has to be Jay Leno. Prob- is it? Does, uh, Jay Leno lives around here to too, be. though. I heard someone, uh, someone I knew was like in traffic with Jay Leno the other day. Really? And then I saw, like, a month ago, Jay Leno had, like, a tank. Like, an actual, like, APC that we was driving down the... <laughs> driving down fucking Burbank Boulevard. Driving down Burbank Boulevard in a tank? You know, it was like an oh armored personnel carrier. That's crazy. Well, sometimes you need it, depending on which part of Burbank Boulevard you're on. Burbank Boulevard. If you're near the uh, Circus Liquor. Oh, famous. The famous uh, Circus Liquor. Uh, then you might need it, Yeah. <laughs> I told you that I, I, I'm sure I've said this story where I saw a drawing of that clown on a wall. I was mm-hmm. walking with a friend of mine and my friend's like, oh, look at that clown. And then we, we, we saw the clown drawing on the on, on the side of a wall or something. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, just a real clown popped out from the corner and walked past us. And he looked like he just fucking killed somebody. And Most- we both just sat there and thought that was just the weirdest That's thing ever. Weird. Also, half of clowns look like they just killed somebody. <laughs> well, I mean, if a if a clown's like smiling, right? He's still, I don't trust him. <laughs> this clown was uh, fr- this clown was in Frown Town. That's what I'm gonna. That's that's what I'm saying. Is a frown? It was a clown in Frown Town. You know, those clowns are like sad on purpose. I don't get it. A sad? Oh, yeah, this is like a French thing, right? Oh. <laughs> As with most strange things, like ah, it's probably some French thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all our French fans, uh, all none of them, all none of them. Uh, sorry if we offend you, but I mean, I'd be surprised if we had a fan that wasn't in like Los Angeles, right? Honestly, I mean, if anything, the people that listen to this podcast are probably Bay Area people because this is under my brother's network, right? And he's in the Bay Area, so I don't know. Wide reaching. Wide reaching. Oh, well, hey, we don't do this for the fans. We do it for us. From you know, from north to south, and everything in between. I'm sure Bakersfield people, but not east and west. Though that doesn't. We don't. We don't no. talk about those folks. No, fuck that. <laughs> Anyways, west, what? Sorry. West Coast for life. Am I right? Sure. <laughs> Just kidding, Alex. Alex, I got a question for you. Uh-huh, a philosophical question. Because you're you're native born. Uh, Chicagoan? Yeah, Chicago. Chicagoan. And I you're guess. out here in LA. Yep. You've been here for eight 
seven, sure, six, something like that. Years. You're planning on staying, as far as I can tell. Okay, so what? Uh, like, uh, what would you say is your bigger love? City wise, city wise, state wise, anything. Oh well, like you know, you can't take the Chicago out of the guy, you know. So I like. <laughs> I I like the snow. I mean, like it. It's nice going back for Christmas. I'm sure I get sick of it if I had to shovel my own driveway. But I uh-huh. like I miss I like snow. I miss snow and seasons, fall especially. And I miss uh, trains. That's about it. That's like everything else is pretty much the same. Okay. Oh, actually, well, yeah, because I hate having to fucking drive everywhere. You know. Like you mean in L.A. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the weather's much nicer, and ain't no fucking bugs. So. All the bugs are dead. Yeah, I was just in uh, fucking Missouri. Uh, over the uh, oh, a couple weeks ago, and like you know, it's just mesquites and and bees and everything. Mesquites, mesquites. Oh, okay, mesquites, mosquitoes, and bees and spiders and goddamn everything just coming and trying to pinch you. Yeah, and then you move back here, and it's like, oh no, like a fly. That's it. Well, we do have those uh, whatever those big beetles are. I, I ain't seen one. They ain't in my house. This is big. Big ass like fluorescent beetles. That's like not that big. The size like that like I'm talking like big beetles are like Texas beetles, like the big like oh, this ugh, big like ugh. four inch long beetles. Like that's oh what I'm talking. God. About. I went yeah. yeah. So like that's bugs. Yeah, that's bugs. We don't got those thankfully. I well one of the things I, I noticed the first thing I moved to L A was uh, the lack of wildlife here in general. Well, it is a city. I feel like every I feel like anything that was here has just long ago died. Maybe like like squirrels. I see a squirrel occasionally. It's not that many trees for squirrels. I see a lot of squirrels around. Well, I you know in uh, the neighborhoods around uh, where I live, there's lots of squirrels. Are there there's raccoons? Are there raccoons? Maybe I think I've seen a couple here, hither and thither on the nights on the roads. Maybe a possum. I'm not sure. Okay, possums for sure. Okay, skunks. I've, mm-hmm. I've smelled skunks. There's all sorts of hummingbirds that come to my door, and they're like, ah, I'm a Disney princess. I actually saw a hummingbird just about 20 minutes ago. I mean, like, oh, wow, what a coincidence. Yeah. And I was like, that's, I'm in Burbank now. That's Yeah, humming Burbank. This is probably terribly boring. Magical birds. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, hey, for anybody who doesn't know, this is a Filmtastic Voyage where we talk about films and other things, like our lives. Uh, you know, for anybody coming back, Listen, you've been f- with us for a while. You've been our friends. Uh, this is a journey. This is a self discovery. A voyage. All right. Open up your inner. Voyage. You know, open up your inner movie. This is about. This is this is your movie. Life is your movie. Like boyhood. Like what? Like boyhood. Oh, like boyhood. I think said boiler, like the boiler room, um, which I'm sure is. Oh yeah, that, that's a movie, that's right? Based on real. I hear the Wolf of Wall Street and the Boiler Room are based on the same guy. Probably. That wouldn't be surprising. Yeah. What a lucky guy. He gets to be an asshole and have two movies based on him. Yep. That's it. He did it. <laughs> Everyone be that guy. Yeah. Anyways, Alex. So, Comic-Con. Yes. Comic-Con's been big this year. A lot of cool stuff. So, I guess, first of all, we'll talk about the big news that we can't not talk about. Sure. And that is James Gunn got fired. Oh, my God. We haven't talked about that yet. James Gunn got fired from oh, Guardians of the Galaxy man. Volume 3 for reasons. And I guess a, we'll go into head, it now. What a head fuck. Now, this is an interesting situation, uh, I find, because as opposed to most things, this situation has no right answer. It's purely opinion. Yep, which is always fascinating to me, this kind of thing. There's like, every point is a counterpoint. 
So I guess we'll get into it in well, a second. Let me just take a sip. <laughs> While you sip, um, I'll, 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 I'll throw us for a little, uh, I'll, I'll throw the ball here. Uh, okay, so for anybody who doesn't know, but I'm sure you know, uh, a long, 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 long time ago, before James Gunn even worked for Disney, he, he, uh, he used to have these very uh, kind of irreverent tweets uh, involving um, kind of like molestation jokes about kids and stuff. Like it goes to some dark places, but it was it, that was his his shtick, right? He, yeah. he he was he was intentionally being kind of like uh, uh, he. I mean, this is the guy that directed Super, which was a very graphic movie, and some of the things yeah. that are also gra- graphic. So like it sort of fit his uh, niche, mm-hmm. right? And then. Recently, Disney was like, hey, uh, we don't agree with these tweets that are from yeah. 20... Not Marvel. It was Disney that said that. So Disney, right. Not well, Marvel. Well, it's a little com- more complicated than that because there's a thing where it's uh, James Gunn on Twitter got in a spat with some folks, oh, some conservative right. folks, and they were like, dug up some of his old tweets and be like, well, how dare you judge us? Look at this shit, man. And then Disney was like, well, that's, that's just no good. Right. Yeah, out of here, James Gunn. Yeah. So basically, that's the situation. So, okay. So, what do you think of this? I'm curious. Oh gosh, because I go back and forth quite uh, a bit. I the way I seize it is ultimately I'm going to put my general opinion down first. I don't believe he should have been fired, but like the you can't use the defense. Like, well, I also in general like to like like as a, as a rule of thumb, I'm like people always are evolving and always changing, and you shouldn't you know right. the let their past always affect their future. But at the same time, that usually applies to people when they were much much younger. When James Gunn wrote these tweets, he was like 40 years old, and so how old is he now? He's like 50 years old. Oh wow, I didn't so, realize that. So like, there's a certain point where like I kind of feel like. After you're 25, you lived in the world long enough to know what's right and what's wrong. And at that yeah. point, you have to accept the responsibility for anything you put out there, you know, past that point. So I'm not like, I don't believe that it is wrong that he, you know, he's not like, his firing isn't like a wrong reaction. That is a perfectly justified thing to do. It's weird that they had to, that they're only just now doing that and not before Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Um, I mean, but, uh, so like, it's like, you know, he did that. It's his thing. He's got to deal with the consequences. That's that. Honestly, though, I don't think it should have been fired. Also because, you know, it's a whole, like, given people, you know, you, your critics on Twitter power against you, but you do that kind of stuff. But it's also an interesting situation because it's sort of, well, I remember some people talking about, like, it's dangerous that like, oh no, like all of our comedy videos that we made like 10 years ago are going to be used against us. But it's, I find that not to be a similar situation because comedy videos and stand-up routines that are meant to be edgy have far more context and also far more, you know, specific. Preamble. Like there's that, but like, you know, they're actually like their art almost. They're like, they're, they're a performance. Yeah. Whereas saying something on Twitter is a constant performance and it's just so like, like you say a bad joke on Twitter, that's like, that's nothing. But you say a bad joke in a video, it, it becomes meaningful, you know? So I, I don't think they're the same to compare. And also there's also the whole like Roseanne situation that everyone brought up also. It's like uh-huh. also different because Roseanne just said that thing. Yeah. And like James Gunn said it like 10 years ago. So it's hard to compare also. But I guess the point of the matter is James Gunn committed the ultimate sin of, offen- of being offensive by not being funny. 
Oh, right. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to is that you make bad you make bad jokes that you have nothing to back yourself up with. Well, you, you know, yeah, I, I agree with all that. Um, my personal opinion is um, I, I think, and this is something you touched, up, up, uh, touched upon, I think, in like a Facebook conversation that a lot of us were a part of, uh, is like it, it would be surprising to me if Disney didn't know about it before now. Oh yeah, I would be shocked. And, I, yeah. I was go ahead. No. And I was just and and I think something you had mentioned but th- I definitely feel this way is sort of like there may have been a bigger problem with yeah. James Gunn. I think like Yeah, I think this is all kind of smoke and mirrors sort of. Like not 100% like it could just be as simple as it sounds, but I find in these like Hollywood type situations where someone gets called out for whatever reason more often than not, the people who are immediately dumped are people that were people, other folks were looking for a reason to dump. Totally. Like, you know, no one's got, like, James Gunn has a lot of people coming to his defense, so I don't think it was anything to do with his character. Because, like, right. just today, uh, as of this recording, the entire cast of Guardians of the Galaxy was like, James Gunn's a good guy. We're, you know, what the hell? Right. But, um, so my conspiracy theory is that he was asking for too much money. I. Yeah. Or something I, like that. Something like that. I, I think um, that that may have been it. I know that he sort of jumped the gun ah, on, uh, <laughs> saying that he was going to direct volume three when Disney and Marvel had never officially given him that yet. Uh, where'd you hear that? Uh, I, it was in the same news article that, you know, I mean, I read a few of these news articles that, you know, James Gunn, about this whole James Gunn thing, and one of the things they had mentioned is like, oh, yeah, back a few months ago, he was like, I'm going to direct Volume 3 of Guardians of the Galaxy, but, like, Marvel and Disney hadn't really given him that deal yet. I mean, yeah, they think that, well, they haven't um, even announced it. They've announced much of their Phase 4 slate anyways. Right. That's the trick. You know, but the thing is, I mean, it's just fishy because the the people that stand to lose the most in this... I would say is surprisingly not James Gunn. I would say it would be Disney and Marvel because this is really bad PR for them. And for them to go through with this, like it must've been something irreparable. I think like, I, I and for one, yeah, I would say it, I'd be very surprised if Disney didn't vet this guy, like, you know, a complete rectal exam of this guy's, you know, Twitter, Facebook, all that. I mean, I don't feel like Disney feature or Marvel or whatever the, this, the big umbrella of Disney. I don't feel like they fuck around that way. Uh, personally. Mm -hmm. Um, I also, so then I, I feel like it had to have been something else. And then this is all conspiracy theory, of course, but also I think it is sad because you can tell that, James Gunn was really loving what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and this was someone that like, like Marvel doesn't really have like all their directors don't have a tendency to be sort of so, uh, um, uh, put their stamp on things. Or? Yes. Like not all their movies are these things where it's like, Oh yeah, the director of Dr. Strange, this, this guy, mm-hmm. you know, I have no idea who directed Dr. Strange, uh, or, th- Thor or whatever. I can't just like think off the top of my head who, who these directors are, but he was very attached to this project. He, you know what I mean? And everybody knew him and it's sort of like, well, here's this name director that you guys just dumped and 
it makes them look yeah. bad. Like, it's, Guardians was nothing without him, sort of. Like, Guardians yeah. was this unknown property that he kind of brought to life. I mean, like, he had a lot of help and stuff, too. But, like, the whole music thing was his idea. Like, it's like, you know, it was basically his baby for the most part. Whereas yeah. all the, most of the other ones felt, you know, less involved. It's, you know, varying degrees. Well, and that's the thing is, like, when I think when Marvel was in a, in a little bit of a schlump, like, uh, James Gunn made this movie that put him put him back on top. Um, I mean, financially, I mean, they weren't doing so bad. But Well, no, financially, no. But Guardians of the Galaxy was this giant smash surprise hit that, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's like my brother's favorite movie, uh, which is crazy. But, um, yeah, so I think one of two things are going to happen. He's either going to get a really good deal with somebody else mm-hmm. for more money and doing something that he wants to do, or Disney a few months from now, they're going to be like, well, we're sorry. We'll bring them back. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the other thing I heard also is that, uh, that because there's the, the Fox Disney merger, which, you know, just got the inks done now. Oh yeah. But because that's been going on, they're trying to like, they can't afford to rock the boat at all. Oh. So that might be the overlying issue though. Like, you know, it's like any, any bad PR is we have is cut loose against, against the more like conservative tendencies of Fox. You mean, or maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's just, you know, cause I, I, I assume like they still have to get approval from the government, that kind of stuff. It's like, we can't have, I any... heard that they, I heard that they did though. Didn't they? I don't know how that works. Okay. Interesting. Um, but you know, it's another, it's, Still just a rumor, but it's like, well, I could see that. Me not knowing nothing about nothing. <laughs> like if James Gunn is just tweeting at Rupert Murdoch all... <laughs> hey, Rupert Murdoch, fuck you. That's the Fox the Fox CEO, if I remember yeah. correctly, Rupert Murdoch. Uh, we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be incredibly hard to make a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and have people on board with it because... I mean, people love those movies. The people that love those movies love them because they're, it, it is that very specific direction and nuance that he gave to those movies. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, since they haven't even officially announced it, you wonder if at this point Marvel's going to be like, nah. It could be that. I honestly. wonder. I mean, because, like, again, it was the Disney that fired him and not Kevin Feige or Marvel. So I wonder right. if, uh, you know, what that situation is like also. Do you think Kevin Feige's like real steamed? His clams are steamed. I'm sure Kevin Feige is not happy. I'm sure Kathleen <laughs> Kennedy's just like, finally the spotlight's away from us. <laughs> Score one for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Hangs up the phone on Kevin Feige. James Gunn, come direct solo two. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know. I, nah. Well, no. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so he's he's out of the he's he's not with Disney and Marvel anymore, which is a bummer. Uh, that's a real bummer. I wonder. I don't know. That's just that's very that's a very weird thing. Um, but speaking of Star Wars, there is a whole gaggle of Star Wars announcements. Yeah, maybe we should save it for next time. Let's just stick to Comic Con right. for okay. now. Uh, so, Mike, you never see trailers. Did you watch anything? I watched. All the heavy hitting trailers of Comic Con. Oh, right, of, of finally. Comic-Con. So, I want to. St- what was your favorite trailer? My favorite trailer. Let's start with a couple of faves. Oh my god. Um, or rather, what movie gave you like the most excitement? Maybe you know. I guess that's what that means. Well, you know, it's interesting. Before I answer that, um, I'm going to say there were 
really kind of there was only one trailer that I was excited about, and then there was another trailer that I was like, whatever. And then there was another trailer that I thought was was great when I saw it, but then I thought about it and I was like, uh, no. And then there was two other trailers that were just like nothing trailers. Okay, you're just so, getting really confused now. I know, I know. So I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say this: my favorite trailer out of the whole thing, and I hope you agree with me, is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Fuck yeah, man! Godzilla. Oh my god, Godzilla. Star-studded cast. Yeah. Charles Dance. Uh, what's Rodan. Something. Millie Bobby Brown. Mothra. Uh, Mothra. Rodan. Yeah, they finally signed that contract. Yeah, with, finally, uh, finally with, got them out of retirement. <laughs> Can't wait! No, fuck, man, fuck yeah, man! I've like I some I know this movie gets is sort of like I feel like most of the internet's like kind of like yeah I guess whatever I fucking love Gareth Edwards Godzilla. I didn't love it. I lo- I liked I I thought it was. I mean, like you're more of a Pacific Rim guy if I know yeah, you, but uh, listen, I, I am like a Godzilla. Godzilla. I'm a, I'm, no, I meant like well, even like really. Yeah, dude, I Com- grew up. I grew up on Godzilla. No, I mean the new one comparatively, like the, oh, because they like came out on the same time. You know, your 2013, 2014s. I mean, big monster movies. Pacific Rim is like a, a work of art. I think Godzilla is better. Really? Yeah. So what? What's the tipping point? I'm just curious. What's what's Pacific the, uh... Rim is kind of it's got bad like human characters. Well, I mean, so is the other one too. I just like Godzilla. I don't know Godzilla just coming up and his monsters, and it's like more of a disaster movie. I guess it's just sort of more. Yeah, interesting and po- like pretty. I don't know. It's like it's like it's got that like, oh shit, kind of ness to it. You know. What I think, uh, okay, with Godzilla, the the twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen, the twenty fourteen Godzilla. Um, I really loved the design of yeah. Godzilla. I thought like for once, like oh wow, they didn't over design this. Like they uh, fucking. Roland Emmerich movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I thought, yeah. So I thought they took, I thought, I thought they took Godzilla's design and they made it better, right? And um, I loved Brian Cranston for the whole time he was in the movie. Oh, I everyone was always complaining <laughs> about that. Like Brian Cranston was never. I, I like. I think I mentioned it before. Because I read news, I always knew that Brian Cranston was just a side character in that movie. But oh. the trailers made it seem like he was a main character, so everyone was like shocked when he died immediately. And I was like, "Oh well, I mean, like this guy was always the main character, so I knew he was going to be the main character, so I wasn't surprised." I think what it was is he was coming off the heels of Breaking Bad. That and too he was a big star. That was around the time everyone was like, "We should be play fucking Lex Luthor," because like I every oh god, I would have loved that. Every dream. No? In 2014, every fucking dream casting project was was <laughs> Brian Cranston. It was so annoying and lazy. Well, okay. I mean, I wouldn't cast him for everything. You know, but yeah. but a le- like here's the thing: him being Lex Luthor would have been a hundred times better than what we got. It wouldn't have made a difference. I don't think. I think that's it. Would have still been a bad movie because it was a bad script. But what I'm saying is, is when I think of Lex Luthor, I think of someone that isn't like evil he's just very like science he's just very like pragmatic and like like uh uh you know he's an, he he's analytical he's not emotional right jesse eisenberg could have been that though it doesn't really he could have been that but like they didn't do it that way and then i also i mean i hate to say this because this is very specific but i feel like he's too young <laughs> Like I didn't buy it because he was just this weird sniveling kid. I don't know. 
But you're right. I mean, in the right situation, I think anybody could have worked, right? All you got to do is shave someone's head bald and then just write a good script. But, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I think, I feel like Batman vs. Superman wasn't, like, a script-level issue. If like, because I can't, I feel like, because Chris Terry is a good writer. Like, he's written good stuff. What else? I, I'm not familiar. Argo, et cetera. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, it was him and Zack Snyder. I think David S. Goyer also helped write it. I, that's where it... But like, it, 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 it feels like a Snyder thing. So, you know, it just... I don't know. It's... Yeah. It's a higher yeah. level thingy. Which is unfortunate. Well, I guess kind of bounces into uh, other trailers, though. But I, I want to keep talking about Godzilla. So we'll keep sure. talking about that. But real quick, speaking of dream casting or your fan casting, I was looking at a fun compilation of... 2007, I guess, uh, reactions to Heath Ledger being cast as the Joker. And everyone's oh. like, oh man, Heath Ledger, pff, whatever. Everybody hated it. Should have been, they should have cast like Crispin Glover. I'm like, these idiots. You know, always casting for Crisp- people who like, you know. Right, that are just, just zany and that shit. Look like, yeah. look like people. Here's the thing I remember when they first announced Heath Ledger, I was like, ah, but then I thought about it and I was like, this is Christopher Nolan everything he does is very intentional. I'm sure there's a great reason why he casted Heath Ledger. We already, you were already on the, the Nolan train before I was, I mean, oh, I was too, hardcore. but I wasn't like, I, but then I, I just remember he was like, I like that Chris Nolan fella. I remember cause I liked Memento and the prestige a lot. And yeah. And then I thought, you know, with Heath Ledger, I thought about it. And I'm like, okay, what are some things that like a live action Joker should be? They should be like slender, right? Which, sorry, have to be. sorry, Jack Nicholson, but you, uh, you kind of, I mean, it's, see, here's the thing, and I, I know that, like, like, I understand and I appreciate your point about how, like, people shouldn't be so strict about that kind of thing, about, like, have about just nailing the live-action adaptation of something based on what the comics are or whatever, but, like, with the Joker, I feel like there's something very characteristic about him being so thin it's like someone that doesn't really have an appetite Mm -hmm. it's like someone that is just kind of this less than human and doesn't really find pleasure in anything other than fucking with people Yeah, much like axel rose he has an appetite for destruction (laughs) yeah basically but you know it's like the joker when i think of that character it's like here's this person that like i imagine everything in his life is just like sustenance is, is just a necessity but it's not something this person actually enjoys. Yeah. Well, it's right? also, it's good physical contrast with Batman too. Cause he's like, you know, could probably, you know, one punch and you'll break his jaw. Right. Yeah. He's also jaw. It's massively long jaw, depending on who draws him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, funny thing about Godzilla, not funny thing, but I was thinking about it today. I'm like, you know what? I want to see again, like the size compare comparisons and the different, like, forms of godzilla oh yeah i always watch like there's always videos or images and every time i even though i've seen them a hundred times i can never resist looking at that yeah have you seen the one where it's like a 3d like it's yeah. them walking mm-hmm. yeah I've so seen, seen walking seen them standing so for the audience well it's like these like 3d models i've seen like, i've walking. seen that one i've seen them when they were just sort of like in like a in like an idol there's kind of breathing i've seen pictures i've seen all of them mm-hmm. um okay. what were you gonna say Oh, I mean, just for the audience, if they're interested, uh, Godzilla from 54, the first movie, up until 1984, it was like the same size. Like 55 and, meters, something like that? 
I I kind of forget. Okay. But then Godzilla 1984, which is one of the best Godzilla movies, they made him like twice as big, right? Yeah, he's like 80 meters or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and then 91, they made him even bigger. And then 98, the American one, they made him super tiny again. His size like shifts throughout the whole movie, I recall. Well, there's that. I mean, yeah. like recall hearing. I only watched that movie once and that's enough. It's an awful movie. And then... Um, and then he was pretty small. He was like at that height until 2004. And then they made him big again. And then uh and then like there's a movie that came out recently, the animated one? Yeah, and he's just fucking gigantic. Yeah, like I think the in terms of live action, Shin Godzilla is the biggest one, which is like 114 meters yeah, or like Shin slightly God- bigger than the American one. Shin Godzilla is the biggest one, yeah. This other one, well the biggest official biggest one is that Netflix animated movie where he's like He's 500 meters gigantic. tall or something. Yeah, he's he's in, in he's incredibly like Galactus gi- sized. Well, I think they like he was like as tall as the Empire State Building or something. That doesn't sound right. But and maybe it's a, I've seen the pictures. It's like he's like like all the other Godzilla's coming to his knees. Right. Yeah. That's it's insane. A little, it's a little ridiculous. One thing I will say, just getting back to Pacific Rim and Godzilla, is. Um, I think Pacific Rim is a stronger movie, but the creatures aren't nearly as interesting as the Godzilla creatures. I like the creatures in Godzilla more because they're more yeah. characteristic. Whereas, like, I think Pacific Rim, it's almost like they sort of try to avoid any anything too crazy, like anything too. Does that make any sense? I don't know. Sort well, of they're, like, they're pretty crazy, but they're more just like evil monsters as opposed to like weird animals. Oh uh, yeah. I guess, you could I guess say. that's what I mean. Yeah, I really thought that 2014 one was like Godzilla the hero as opposed to Godzilla the the threat, which I do appreciate. Yeah. I like that too. I like that they had other monsters in that movie, and yeah. it was up to the him. Mutos. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, it would have sucked if it was just like another like how it was in 1998, where it's like, oh, we're dealing with Godzilla. It's also yeah. hard to start a franchise when your fucking main thing dies or is defeated yeah. at the end of the movie. Godzilla's funny, man. Yeah. I. I, I especially love the movies where he's painted as the hero mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, so this other monster attacks the city. Then Godzilla comes in and attacks the monster. Godzilla literally probably causes like 3,000 deaths. Oh, probably. In fighting this monster. Like uh, there was uh, Godzilla 2000, right? And they had this final showdown. Yeah. And then... And then uh, uh, I remember at the end, like the cast is looking up at him and they're like, man, he's so great. He's such a hero. And then the very next shot is him just breathing fire and blowing up a whole line of buildings. And I was like, wow, what a hero. (laughs) What a hero, man. That 2014 movie where he breathes fire in that thing's throat. That was great. Or even just the first time he does it. Oh, so good. Everybody remembers that. That's that. And that's what the Godzilla movie needs is just that one nice monster uh you know monster moment that you haven't seen in any, any other Godzilla movie before mm-hmm. right yeah i am um, i'm especially grateful cuz I, I forget the director's name but he did um like Krampus and a lot of other a trick or treat i think was him so this director see it's a good i'm glad that uh he hasn't uh, skimped on the style this movie looks atmospheric as balls which wait which movie Godzilla, King of the Monsters, the new one. Oh, okay, so it's not going to be... Um, no, Gareth Edwards went to do Gareth Rogue Edwards. One. 
Right. And when that went long, he had to drop out of Godzilla 2. Oh, okay. I wonder what Gareth Edwards is up to now. Hmm, who knows? Probably something. Yeah, but. sure. Okay, um, so this new director did Krampus. Krampus. That was pretty good. I haven't seen Krampus. We, we blind bought that and uh, just watched it. I've heard it. it's good. It's a lot darker. It's... It, I mean, it has like comedic actors in a very like such like a serious situation, and mm-hmm. it and it's like a dark movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, are they acting are they comedic actors because they're acting comedically, or are they comedic actors and like Adam Scott's just like known for comedy, but he's doing a serious movie. It yeah, it's like that. Okay. I mean, I guess there's I not many know. jokes. I guess it starts off kind of jokey, but the, it's hard to say. It's like it it. It starts off pretty jokey, and then it just goes... It's like Shaun of the Dead, where you reach a point in the movie where you're like, okay, shit is serious now, and then now this is a serious movie. Mm-hmm. It's like that. So, yeah. All I know about Krampus is I looked at like a, little, a bunch of designs for that movie. It looks very, very cool. Yeah, I, Krampus himself was really well-designed, mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. And you don't really see much of him, right? No, you don't. Not until the end. I mean, even then, like, you don't see what it really looks like. I, I understand. I mean, you sort of do. But he's, like, in shadow. Well, the, he's, like, wearing a mask the whole movie. Isn't he's he? wearing a hood. But it's like a hood and a mask. Mm. I watched, I looked at the art book. I looked at some of, some of the concept art. And he's, like, actually has, he's, like, a fake face on. Oh. And so, you, like, you can see, like, his, like, shat, like, evil eyes behind this like fake santa face oh is that what that is yeah. okay i thought that was just his face no i think that's his fake face oh okay. he's wearing like a fake santa Claus. interesting face wow gotta rewatch it perfect christmas movie you know it was it, it's a good movie i i thought it was you know at least like a uh if we're going like at a 10 i would say like a 7.5 mm-hmm out of ten. Cool. I um I watched uh Mission Impossible six over the weekend and in front of that we'll get we'll get to that later. In front of that was the trailer for Godzilla King of the Monsters and uh I saw it at the Dolby Theater and it fucking Jesus Christ, I have to see Godzilla and Dolby because that it's <laughs> just the end of the, the thing where Godzilla's roaring, it's like the whole theater just shaking. Like yeah. there's an earthquake going on. It's like, oh my god, it's so cool. Well, okay, so it's it's Godzilla, it's Mothra, it's Rodan. Rodan, and King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah, okay. That's the three-headed thing, right? Yeah, it's like Godzilla's arch enemy. And then, and then Rodan's kind of just the asshole. Yeah, I think... Right? He's like the Knuckles. I mean, like, Mothra's more friend than enemy generally, right? He's. I think he's always been his friend, hasn't he? You probably, yeah. And then Rodan's, like, true neutral in the monster-verse. <laughs> Oh yeah, I guess if you want to be, and then King Ghidorah's evil. Oh okay. Generally speaking, for what I understand, but I can recall. Interesting. I would love if someday they actually did these like high res, high budget adaptations of these like of all of Godzilla's catalog. Like the one where he's on his, on his island with his little son. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Godzuki, right? Oh yeah. Oh or no no no, that's an American m- cartoon. You're talking about the like Millie or whatever it's called. Yeah yeah. Well, speaking of which, Millie Bobby Brown going to be in the... Oh, yeah. And then after this movie, I think 2020, Godzilla's going to fight King Kong. Yeah. Right in the face. You fuck King Kong. Godzilla's going to win that fight hands. Well, King Kong won in the old one. 
If this was a real, well, no, you know the deal with that, don't you? They well, isn't that a rumor that they it, filmed the, two different versions? Is it a rumor? I heard it's a rumor because no, I I haven't. I've heard I've I've heard that that rumor. It's like nope, just the one ending. I could swear it was like the Japanese version had Godzilla in, and then the American version had King Kong. I think in. it's just a rumor. Write us wow. in the comments if you know. Yeah, hey everybody, why don't you write us in the comments if you know? Uh, I owned that movie at one point and it is it is so incredibly bad yeah i can imagine it's a bad movie i haven't seen that one the only thing i ever see of it constantly is that one gif where king kong shoves a tree into godzilla's face <laughs> and it's usually like a caption like eat your vegetables or something well what i hate is god okay king kong is not nearly the size of godzilla if we're talking about the classic 1930s king yeah. kong he is not nearly as big as Godzilla is. And then they just sort of inexplicably, they didn't even explain it. It was just like, oh, now he's like the same height. Well, in the new one, God's King Kong's huge. Oh, and yeah, they also make a point, huge. like John C. Riley is like, yeah, and he keeps growing. Oh, right. So yeah. They're yeah. going to, you know, he'll be enormous. Good movie. That new King Kong is a good movie. The Kaiju verse says this right now is awesome. Just yeah. two movies, but I fucking love it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to. Like, I hope they just keep adding stuff to it. Honestly, mm-hmm. how awesome would that be if it was like taking all these old classic kaiju monsters and 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 just making it all connected? That's like a great. I mean, like, what else would there be though? Well, there's been talk of like a Pacific Rim s crossover yeah. somehow. I don't know how they get that. Uh, you get Jet Jaguar, like I was saying. You get basically oh, yeah. like fake. Uh, what's that guy's name? The big guy. The big guy? The big robot, J- Japanese robot dude. Uh, Power Rangers? Ultraman? Or, oh, Ultraman. Yeah. Well, he's not a robot. Well, like, it's like, you know, but like, Jet Jaguar is a big, a big Ultraman esque ripoff robot yeah. person. So, I'd say like, just get, just get Ultraman. Well, Ultraman's a different property, though. But that's what I'm saying is, like, buy up these properties. And like, but you got Jet Jaguar. You don't even need to buy the property. You already have it. They could it. be like buddies. They could be and like Jet Iron... Jaguar is a cool name. They could be like Iron Man and uh, War Machine. Jet Jaguar and Ultraman. Pound so. around. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, you can get some of that. Uh, uh, what other monsters do you want to see? See, I don't know. I, it's, it's hard to say because I think those are the only ones. But I know there's others. Yeah, there's there tons of There has to be others. I don't know. Uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh. Yes. Gotta have him in there. <laughs> now, Clifford the Big Red Dog is a brilliant property because not only is it a big dog, it's also an unnaturally red dog, too. So it covers a wide spectrum of things that just can't possibly happen in real life. No. It's brilliant. You know Genius. What I, you know what I think is really sad about Clifford? No, that's actually a pretty good kid's property. I'm just joking, but still. It's a, it's a pretty good property, but I think it's really sad also because... Every once in a while in those books, they'll reference when he was like a puppy and he was like normal size. And then for whatever reason, you no one has any idea why he just blew up into like the size of a two-story house or something. Like, what the fuck happened to this dog? Would you watch a movie where it's just like a golden retriever, just like, you know, somehow digitally made to look like he was two stories tall and like digitally painted red and he's just doing dog stuff? Yeah, I'd watch Everyone's it. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's Clifford. It's just like a, you know... It's just a it's just a dog composited into a scene, just going do it. So like, hey, I'm a dog doing dog stuff. It doesn't have to be like doing anything specific. I it'd probably be a CGS robot monster, but uh, it would, well, I think they would probably 
hopefully they did make it more like Pete's Dragon than anything. I imagine if they do actually made that movie, they but, just uh, superimpose this dog. I like to imagine that it's just a poorly composited dog. <laughs> I I honestly feel like in our lifetime we'll probably see that movie. They've been I've been they've been trying to adapt it for a while, like not trying, but there have been like you know attempts pre, attempts pre production developments. Like I've been hearing like oh this movie's gonna happen like I think at least like twice in my life. Oh. You know how that works. They announce something and it never happens, you know. Yeah. But they don't necessarily announce. They announce that they're, it's being developed. Right. So, yeah. You know, speaking of which, Rampage, like, came and went like a wet fart. Like, did you hear anything about that or anything? Like, yeah, I heard that- it was, like, exactly what do you expect. I did see Skyscraper. <laughs> Why? Because I got, because, well, first of all, Movie Pass is in the toilet. It's tanked. Uh, oh, interesting. Like it's I don't know, like today, like it's in it's, it's like it's got a death rattle according to everyone everything I've re- been reading. Um over the weekend Movie Pass wouldn't let people go see movies. Um which is unfortunate. And they very well wow. I've heard varying things, but I think they would definitely wouldn't let you see Mission Impossible. Wow. Um and then I also heard before that that they completely ran out of money. They can't they're not giving people new passes. They're not their their app is broken. And uh, their stock is now under a dollar. Their stock is now under a dollar. Well, see, what they did is it was under a dollar, and then they did like a compression where they told, took 250 stocks and turned that into one stock to raise its price back up. And so it went from like a dollar to $17. Ouch. And now it's back under a dollar. So basically, from what I understand, according to the, the stock savvy people of the internet who described it to me, um, the original stock is now basically the equivalent of being for about a cent. Jesus Christ. So it's a it's in free fall, from what I understand. <sighs> That's bad. But anyways, the reason that I saw skyscrapers because it got AMC's equivalent of that, which I think I described a couple weeks ago, which I love because I'm live next to like four AMC's and I see a bunch of movies and movies are hey, expensive hey. in LA. Both of us are. <laughs> yeah. Um so it's like fuck it, let's go see skyscraper. I don't give a shit. Skyscraper is exactly what you expect, and I kind of loved it because it's so. It's not. It's like you know. It's just fun summertime fun. I actually, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna treat myself to like a fun summertime movie. So I got myself a big bag of popcorn, which I never do, and I went and I saw this movie, and it was just like just a delightful summertime movie. There's, a, you know, there's a formula for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Like, there's a formula for his movies now, and I think. You you basically know what you're getting when you go like before you go into to see one of these movies like you know what you're getting right like it's not like you know a classic or strictly even good <laughs> but well, um, sure you know I had a blast and I thought like everything everything about it worked I thought that it actually had some really good uh, like well the effects work was actually really good and I thought like a lot of the uh, building like vertigo kind of stuff really worked because mm-hmm. like you know it's really like. Yeah, you're innately like, oh, geez, don't fall, because you so, like tapped into that kind of right thing. So I was, yeah. Um, well, okay, I got a question for you. Did you see San Andreas? No. Okay, and then also, oh no, this sorry, this was the question I was thinking in my head. San Andreas and Skyscraper would probably make like a good like bundle pack Same at director. Walmart. Oh, that explains everything. No, wait, no, San Andreas director did Rampage. Sorry. Oh, okay. But, like, wasn't there a release, wasn't there a theatrical release of Skyscraper where it's, like, you put on, like, a VR headset and then, like, you're in, like, it's like you're watching POV 
stuff. That's probably like some sort of like phone app thing. Like. Okay, because there was something weird with that. It was like, yeah, now you can be a part of the movie. They do that all the can, time. You can watch. You can watch this POV and like jumping from skyscrapers. Yeah, it's probably just some like fake thing that they probably make you have to pay like a few dollars or something and put on your oh. little, like phone VR goggles and you kind of like you know it's like a little video. I assume because that kind of stuff's not unusual for tie-ins. Um, <laughs> the thing about Dwayne Johnson that's very interesting, though, is that, like, I think he's got, you know, he's got boatloads of charisma, right. boatloads of muscles, boatloads of money because of those two things. Yeah. Um, but unlike, it's easiest to compare him to, like, you know, it's easy to compare to, like, Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and the kind of other big, heavy-hitting action movie stars, but he doesn't have that classic under his belt yet. Like, you don't have, he doesn't got, like, a Terminator or a Rocky or something like really meaty that's just like this is his thing he's gonna be remembered for, you know. When you think of Dwayne Johnson, I can't think of a movie that's like the Dwayne Johnson movie. Maybe like one of the Fast and Furious movies, but he's part of an ensemble in that, and he's kind of only sort of in them, you know. That's a good point. I I mean I think for one I think the the landscape uh, now for action movies is almost like 180 different from what it was back in those heavy, those, you know, those real juicy eighties. Not really. I mean, like it's one guy with a lot of muscle basically doing things that no human should do. It's kind of the same. It's like, well, I think like the nineties was the one eight because the nineties were all about like, Oh man, just the every man getting himself into some sort of wacky situation. Basically die hard became a hit. And then after that, everyone, everyone was trying to be die hard. And then uh, Skyscraper's like, what if Schwarzenegger was in Die Hard? Which right. is actually, fun fact, Die Hard was originally pitched as Commando 2. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. And then the second movie was, Die Harder was supposed to be another movie, right? Yeah, well, Die Hard, the, the first movie written to be a sequel to Die Hard was Die Hard 5. Right. Every yeah. other Die Hard was some other movie being like, let's just slap Die Hard on this. There we go. Well, what I'm curious about is like Die Hard. Okay, I can understand Die Hard being a rewrite, but then Die Harder, like Die Harder. I mean, what 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 would that be? Maybe originally? it was a Die Hard ripoff. That, that the, the producers in, were like, well, we'll "Just make it regular Die Hard." They took okay, so like it took place in an, air, just like an theory, airport. I don't know. I haven't read about it. Anything about it? I know that uh, Die with a Vengeance was some a movie called Simon Says, which is probably a little more. Oh, okay. That's what I was curious about is like, okay, because Die Hard with a Vengeance seems so intentionally a sequel to the first movie, and it's, it's surprising to me that that is also a rewrite. It works really well. That one is my favorite, obviously my favorite sequel. I think I kind of prefer over the original just because I really enjoy just how much, how it just goes everywhere and does everything. Like, you know, it's a different kind of movie. You're, well, they're out in the world more, which is which is cool. And it, I mean... And Samuel Jackson's in it. Really, the only Die Hard movies you need to see are the first and the third one. Yeah. And I, you know what, man? It's like I have a hard time picking between the two. I think they're like, I, it's hard. It's it's not often that I can say this about a movie series, but those two are just like at the same level, right? Yeah. It's more of just which one. It's like Alien and Aliens. It's like what? Just which do you prefer in just terms of like what they're trying to do? Yeah. Yeah. That's just yeah. Uh, Die Hard Two is just kind of the same. The first one again, Die and Hard, Die Hard Four is, really is better than two, but only very slightly, and it's just kind of weird. Four. Uh, the thing with four is it's like it's. I think categorically speaking, just a 
it's a fine movie. Yeah. You're not watching something that's bad. It feels less like Die Hard than the other ones, But though. it's not... Yeah, it, it feels very disconnected from Die Hard, right? This could have just been another Bruce Willis action movie. Mm-hmm. John McClane really doesn't have anything going on in the movie. He's... He, I think it was what wasn't like Justin Long just ran into a car and then like Bruce Willis was or uh, John McClane was was driving the car. Right? No, uh, like Justin Long got in trouble for hacking or something, and Bruce Willis was like, "Go, like, there's like, it's like, hey, Bruce Willis, so Officer McClane, can you just go pick this kid up?" Oh, gotcha. And then he gets wrapped in this whole thing, and they have that really cool montage where they cut together president's speeches to be threatening. That was cool. Which, I thought that was like a pretty like cool thing for that yeah. movie. And people like Timothy Oliphant. He's great, and that was like prime time. That was like prime time. Timothy Oliphant isn't like justified prime time. Timothy Oliphant. It was like before he was a, a big name. This was the first thing I ever heard. And uh, I just remember it was that, like him and that, and like Hitman. Well, I remember he was in the Girl Next Door. Oh, right. And he was real great in that. And then I saw him in Die Hard or whatever, Live Free and Die Hard. And he was, he was like. Yeah, I mean, he had like a pretty good run in feature for a little, for just like a few years. And now he's doing uh, TV. He shows up in features, though. Does he? Uh, yeah. Because he's, I know he's in the Santa Clarita diet. Yeah, that's why I know he's in that. Um, I don't know what else, though. Just a good guy. Good guy. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> Oh, I don't. Well, we were originally talking about Comic Con trailers. Oh, basically, yeah. Dwayne Johnson needs like that, uh, that nice, that juicy classic. Hit. Yeah, not a hit, just a classic. Because like Jumanji was a hit. Like he makes good movies. He makes very solid, great entertainment movies. You know, you're gonna go to a Dwayne Johnson movie and be like, I want to have a fun time, which is good. Yeah. But like, you know, I think maybe it'd be cool to see him play a little against type. I mean, he's making that Black Adam movie, but I cannot fathom how that's going to be any different than his normal fare because he's playing an anti-hero. So, is it that he's not going to be in Shazam? No, he's not. You got uh, Mark Strong as, a, as an evil wizard type. So, I guess this leads me, I think, if it's okay to segue into this, uh, the DC trailers that mm-hmm. were were premiered at Comic-Con. Uh, we got Shazam and we got Aquaman. And everyone I talk to has a different opinion. Some people like Shazam more. Some people like Aquaman more. Some people like both. Some people like neither. Where do you stand, Alex? Well, let's go with Shazam first. I think the Shazam trailer itself is nothing to sneeze about or nothing to write home about. about. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what words are saying. Basically, the first half of the trailer is kind of like overly serious for some reason, and the second half of the trailer kind of gets to the real meat of what the movie should be, which is very. It looks fun and exciting, which I'm glad. But like, it's you know, it's just sort of a weirdly paced trailer. I think, uh-huh. all things considered, and um, but yeah, it looks fun. I mean, like, I like everything that's going on in it. So I'm looking forward to that one, I guess. I think, yeah, I mean, I, by itself, I could, I could probably care less. But since it's a DC movie and I want a DC movie to be good, it's looking better than your average DC movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it looks like even if it was removed from DC, it looks just like a fun kind of movie about a little kid becoming a superhero yeah. in general, which is like, I like everything that's going on right now. It's good. And yeah. you got, uh, you know... Jimon Hansu is an evil wizard. Well, not an evil wizard. He's the good wizard. Right. Whose name is Shazam. Um, that's funny that Mark Strong is... Uh, this will be his second DC villain that he's played. Mm-hmm. And Jimon Hansu is uh, also in Guardians of the Galaxy. So a lot of crossovers. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's the one. I think out of the two, that's probably the one that I'd be more jazzed to see. I mean, yeah, I guess so. If you're talking jazzed, I'm not. But I'm not not looking forward to Aquaman though. I'll see it. I, I it it looks very familiar. Like it feels very familiar. I think. Yeah, it's got some razzle dazzle. It's got some fun looking stuff. I mean, like it depends on what the if the movie will have good story or not. But like the trailer's not. It's kind of you get what you're what you. I think it's just trying to wow you with spectacle at this point. So right. Um, we'll say though, digging Black Manta. Like Black Manta's costume, I like how he shoots lasers out of his eyes. I'm glad you are. What, you I, don't like Black Manta? You racist? The character, I like the character a lot. I think uh, they gave, they really like doubled down on his helmet well, and yeah, made it what, just this giant, bulbous. That's what he looks like. Well, I know. You're the one who just said you should make comic books look like comic book characters. I know. I'm just saying, like, damn. <laughs> Like, Ocean Master looks just like Ocean Master. Black Manta looks just like Black Manta. I think it works fine. And then he shot these giant lasers out of his eyes. It's cool. You need big eyes with big lasers. I, it, I, it's, it's fine. I mean, I'm, it's better than not making it look anything like the character. I just... It's a little bit goofy. Now, That's all. The real question is, how did a white guy housekeeper and a white uh, queen of Atlantis make... Like a oceanic Aquaman. Well, I mean, she was like uh, from the sea, right? Yeah, but like, how do two white people make a completely different race baby? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't know where, um, I can't think of anyone's name right now. I don't, I don't Arthur just, Curry? I don't want to call him Khal Drogo, but you know the actor. Oh, um, Jason Momoa. Thank you. I don't know exactly where he, where he, his, uh, you know, where he hails from, if you will. I'm sure, you know, he's American, but, um, but yeah, those are like, you know, Nicole Kidman and the other guy are, oh, so it's Nicole Kidman. Yeah. They were like, come on. Like, it's a little like, what, what's the deal here? That's a little bit weird. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. Literally I, unwatchable. <laughs> Zero out of 10. Boycott. <laughs> It's that's uh, I didn't think about that until just now, but I'm sure that's going to come up uh, uh, unless it has already. I don't think it really matters. It's fucking he's he's fucking like king of the ocean. It's it's fucking magic. Who cares? I mean, here's the thing. I like I get that like it shouldn't be an issue, but it is a question. It's mostly a casting question. It's like, why didn't you just cast? Yeah, it's different. Yeah, that's all. So, oh, well, I wish they would turn comic book. Aquaman into um you know kind of Polynesian or whatever. That's what I was hoping they would do. Honestly, I was hoping they would just update the comic character. That that would have been awesome because yeah. I like I, like honestly I like how they dressed Jason Momoa and you know like I like his Aquaman. Maybe not the way he acts as Aquaman, but you don't like Aqua, my man. <laughs> Aqua, my man. My man. I don't like Road Trucker Aquaman, no. I kind of like it because it's just different for a superhero, especially. Um, also, in the trailer, I was like, you know, Amber Heard's great, but I was bothered by just how red her hair was. It was like... It was unnaturally it hurt red. hurt my eyes. Yeah, yeah it was an, an unnatural red hair. This is all nitpicky shit that doesn't affect anything. I'm just yeah. mostly just uh, pointing out what I was thinking while watching the trailer. But it looks fun. I mean, like, there's some cool whiz-bang imagery. There's a lot of fish. A lot of sharks. I guess, uh, you know... 
again, I'll see it because I am surprisingly a little bit more of an Aquaman fan than most people, and I would want to see an Aquaman. I don't. I never thought I'd see a live action Aquaman movie in my lifetime. That's crazy. Um, so I'll see it. I'm just not jazzed. I don't know. It. It's. Whenever you see a trailer for a movie that's based on a property that you don't, or uh, that you know, a well-known property, you sort of want to see something that's like, hey, they've gotten this like to the next level, right? Like they've gone next level with what what they're doing right now with this movie. Like I felt that way about uh, definitely about Batman Begins and Dark Knight. Those trailers were like, oh shit, like this is like really. Like, this is like a Batman that, that I'm sure we haven't seen before, right? Mm-hmm. With the Aquaman trailer, it's kind of like, well, here's Aquaman, and this is what you'd expect, so this is what you're getting. Eh, you know, I think DC so. needs it. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, and then... Um, so, yeah, Shazam, Aquaman. So, there were the other trailers. So, we got uh, Fancy Beast 2. <laughs> oh, God. All right, yeah, let's talk about Fancy Beast 2. I'll see it, I guess. I mean, like, I don't like it. Feels like it's a more along the lines of, you know, as as not as a not a big Harry Potter fan. Not to say I dislike Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter, but like you know, I wouldn't call I wouldn't call myself a fan just because in order to be a fan, I have to know a lot of the ins and outs. Uh-huh. And I've read all the books except for the last one, which I really got halfway through because I became college at that time, <laughs> so I ran out of time, and then um. I've seen all the movies a couple, of t- you know, a couple of times, um, but yeah, you know, I, like there was a lot of, like that whole Nicholas Fimmel stinger was all fun and all that, but like you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not like, ooh, it's more like, oh look, that's fun. I guess I know Harry Potter well enough to know who Nicholas Fimmel is. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's the guy that made the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, oh, the stone, Sorcerer's Stone, or the Philosopher's Stone, depending on which country you're in. Um, well, then, but for the movies, they. Just hardline made it. No, to it's a, Stone, it's a British right? version. They have alternate takes. No, fucking yeah, you haven't way. seen those. Seriously? Yeah, you get little uh, Emma Emma Watson being like, "I heard the Philosopher's Stone." So, I mean, that's weird, man. Okay, why go through all that trouble? Why not? Okay, whatever. I don't know. Why, why go through the trouble of making it Sorcerer's Stone in the first place? I mean, because American kids are. It is got that. It got some zippy alliteration. I love. Everyone loves alliteration. Yeah, I mean, Sorcerer's Stone does sound more compelling than Philosopher's and Stone. And to be fair, I think Philosopher's Stone is like a real mytho- mythological thing that maybe American audiences aren't really familiar with because I ain't never heard about it before. Yeah, me neither. But like, you know, it's like the Philosopher's Stone. It sounds like you're eating Quaker Quaker oatmeal or something. You it know? does get to the point though, because like Sorcerer's Stone, it's like, oh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. There's fucking magic and sorcerers yeah, in this. It's it's like more ap- applicable, right? Yeah. So it's, I yeah. honestly probably the better title. Yeah. Oh yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Just in terms of selling it, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone sounds like some kid, just some normal kid that likes philosophy. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sounds more. It kind of reminds me of one of those like Hardy Boys, yeah, kind of things when you or think about like, it, yeah, de- devoid of context. Um, but then the Chamber of Secrets. Ooh, what's in the what's in the Chamber of Secrets? Mike, what's in the Chamber of Secrets? I mean, I'm you know that just has the dirt on everybody. Yeah, right? and then you just keep going off from there. Um, Snape, uh, you know, masturbating in the uh, in the uh, cauldrons. Yep, that's what he's doing. That's a- I <laughs> like it when um, 
move like titles subtitles are very specific uh-huh. like you know return of the jedi and they're like are they about like revenge of the sith it's like oh it's about something you know it's like doesn't make any sense unless you know what that universe is about right. so i appreciate that kind of stuff when they do that like prisoner of azkaban Ooh. oh well this one's called the crimes of grindelwald yeah that's what that's about i don't know i kind of johnny depp's like whole like i'm evil i was kind of digging it well that's what i was going to mention is i you know when i saw this trailer i was like because uh, okay when the movie the, the last movie left off was like hey surprise colin farrell is actually johnny depp you guys and I was like, it's eh, oh, a downgrade. But then this trailer, seeing Johnny Depp in this movie, I felt like there's like a little twinkle of, of the of the Johnny Depp of yesteryear. In, you know, in I this. could see Johnny Depp as Hitler, yeah. Well, what I'm saying is like... I, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, as wizard Hitler. I mean, it's just like a little... It, I, there's just a little twinkle in his eye in this movie, which I think is, is great. You see, like he, at least from the clips, it seems like he showed up to set... That day, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I like it when actors show up to set. It will, because Warner Brothers is probably like, hey, here's some money to get you out of debt. Mm. Johnny Depp. <laughs> Johnny I Depp. Mean, I mean, Depp. Uh, speaking of showing up to set, you know it looks like he's showing up to set in, this, in the next movie? Huh. Bruce Willis in Glass. Wow. Did, did you see the, the Comic Con Glass yes. trailer? Now, I haven't seen Unbreakable nor Split. So I was like, I guess this looks cool. So I should probably watch those movies, though. Um, I mean, do you know anything about those characters? Uh, Bruce Willis can't get hurt unless he's in water, and then Mister Glass breaks all his bones, and then uh, the other guy is like got a lot of split personalities. Do you know like about who's good and who's evil and all that? I assume Mister Glass is the secret villain of the first one. That's why I know. You do know that. Yeah. Okay. And then Split is about. A crazy person. Yeah, I don't know what happens in that one strictly. I know the premise, but not the end. And I have to see it, so don't tell me. Oh, okay, yeah. I, this... Obviously, the girl gets away because she's in the trailer. And obviously, he gets put into psycho prison because he's, he's in the trailer. That's the girl from Thoroughbreds, which I still want to see. That's the girl from The Witch. Oh, I still need to see that, too. Shit. She's like an up-and-comer. Yeah, although she's kind of, unfortunately, in more... Horror type movies. Yeah, hope she branches hey, out. Jennifer Aniston's first movie was uh, no, but like Leprechaun. she's been in lots of horror movies. Oh, yeah. like you know, I I wanted to be the don't worry. The type She'll end up on a CBS sitcom in no time. That'd be kind of wacky. <laughs> Wait, why? Oh, well, Friends uh, was on NBC. No, I know. Uh, you hear they bring they want uh, the Kelsey Grammer wants to bring back Frasier. Of course he does, because he's got nothing else going on. Well, everyone loves what everything that's old is new again. Right, they should stop with that. I, sitcom- but they're bringing back Rugrats network sitcoms. Oh yeah, they are, aren't they? For a live action movie and a TV series, a live a, action a animated movie? TV series and a live action movie. This is what I heard. Yeah, and I hope they do like Alvin and the Chipmunks with grotesque babies. Oh, I really don't like that. Like just regular humans. You got James Marsden just palling around with like this deformed. Baby, I, he's uh, he's the dad, right? Yeah, he can be stew, stew I think pickles. Yeah, <laughs> um, that voice actor passed away. R.I.P. Oh, that, that, that guy. I'm sorry, and also the voice of Chucky passed away like a year or two ago. Wow. Yeah, it sucks. Original, original voice of Dexter in Dexter's Lab too. Oh, interesting. That makes sense. Sad. So, 
Okay, if you were to cast a, a Rugrats live action movie, uh, I mean, you can, you can really only cast the parents, I guess. Just James Marsden. Sure, so James Marsden is a dad. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't. It doesn't really anybody. It doesn't matter. Well, what about the what about the dad's brother though? I'm thinking. Um, well, he was better looking. So who's better looking than James Marsden? The brother wasn't better looking. Yeah, he's he like his hair wasn't all. Yeah, all he had the, place. the glasses and. Yeah, the, what's wrong with glasses? Nothing's wrong with the glasses. You're the but one he had, like, glasses. The buzz, you know the buzz. What? You know he had like nice hair. He was like a businessman. He had a tie. <laughs> He wasn't like some like self-proclaimed inventor. <laughs> I mean, what are they supposed to be like in their thirties or forties? Yeah, maybe the thirties. They have babies. Charlize Theron as uh, Angelica's mom. Oh yeah. Um. Who else? I just See, want. I don't it doesn't know. matter. I, I just I want the babies know. to have like the same shaped heads. The like ugly grandpa, yeah, like it was like a grandpa's head on a baby's body. Yeah, they're all just weird looking things. <laughs> that show was an ugly show, but it was a good ugly show. That was show. Class Kichupa's bread and butter, making things that look hideous. Yeah. Ario Monsters didn't care for that show. That show crossed the line in hideousness to little little Alex, I'll tell you what. Because <laughs> like everything I was like, this is gross. I feel gross. I got to go take a like a bath. I don't know if I, I'm, a, I'm really, I should, st- I, I mean, I, I won't get into this much, but I don't know if I'm even, I should say this or well, not. Usually but, you shouldn't. Well, no. Because you're going to get fired from Disney. It's if you not say that. sensitive information. I met the son of, because Glasky Chupa, what was it? Klasky Chupa. Klasky, Klasky Chupa. It was a, it was a, uh, a couple, right? It was yeah. like a married couple that ran a studio. Something like that. Yeah. I, I, I went to some uh, just like barbecue or something um, and met their son. And that was pretty cool. He was a nice guy. He seemed like cool guys. I mean, yeah. I heard nothing but good things about him. Um, so that's not really sensitive information. He was a good guy, that good guy. guy. A couple good of good guy. guys. Yeah. Um, you should never be if you if you ever have to be like oh, I wonder if I should tell, talk about this nice good guy on the on the on the air. <laughs> you probably can talk about that. Well, you know how you know how cynical our society is. I mean, I only want to hear the juicy dirt. <laughs> tell us something bad. Tell us about that time you ran into that guy. He was an asshole. <laughs> um, God, that reminds me of something else, but I won't bring that. I'll save that for the next episode. So meeting Tom Hanks and he was a good guy. Yeah, just a good. I guy. wish. God, can you imagine meeting Tom Hanks? I've every time I've heard someone who has, he's just been a good guy. Yeah, it's like a, he's also going to be Mister Rogers in the Mister Rogers movie. Really? Yeah, that some uh, I don't know exactly what it's about, but he's playing Mister Rogers. Perfect casting because he's a good guy. I mean, he well, yeah, he doesn't look. He doesn't look a lick like Mr. Rogers. He doesn't look a lick like Walt Disney, but hey, there we go. <laughs> That's true. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I did see a movie. I saw uh, "Won't You Be My Neighbor," but I'm gonna save that for the next episode. Okay. I saw a gaggle of movies, I guess, but yeah. I'll save it for the next episode. Was there any more trailers for Comic Con? We talked about the Titans trailer, so we don't need to go into <sighs> that. Yeah, that. Fucking I didn't see any of the other. Wreck. I think I watched the Doctor Who trailer. That show has gone on for years without me being involved. I forgot. I have like so. I it's one of those things. Like this looks fun, I guess, but I don't. You know, I missed the entire last Doctor's run, so I don't know what's happening anymore. 
Well, you know, I I hear it's good. I'm sure the it last is. doctor I hear was was I mean, good, like, but no one watched it because he wasn't a young, sexy doctor. I didn't watch it because I didn't like his companions. Oh, okay. because well, mo- I was that was part of it, and also just because like the writing got too repetitive. Oh, where it was like the doctor withholds withholds information. He's not telling you, and then you got to you got to make a choice, and you made the right choice, and the doctor won't tell you because he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I'm digging the new, new doctor though. She's uh, she was from Attack the Block. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. And I think she was in an episode of Black Mirror, which is one of my favorites. Uh, so she's good. She seems and cool. Hey, I mean, like I like first female doctor, which is great. Yep. Why not? Well, yeah, I think that works for Doctor Who because you know the whole being able to be shift bodies Anybody, things yeah. works really well. Which is funny because the original reason they did that is because the original actor didn't want to come back. I thought they well, according to the TV movie I watched. About the creation of Doctor Who, he was getting old, and they had to replace him. Oh, like he had trouble remembering lines and stuff. According to the TV movie I watched. Oh, okay. Where he was played by, um, the guy from Game of Thrones, who's that old piece of shit with like all Charles the sons. Dance. No, the guy who owns the bridge. Oh, he was also in Harry Potter. Mister, yeah, yeah. No, I know who you're talking about. The the red wedding guy. He actually was in an episode of Doctor Who reprising the first Doctor role. I think. Oh, interesting. I saw a clip and I was like, oh, that's fun. I saw a, a crossover movie that had like, I think, the original five Doctor Who's in it, mm. but they had to replace the first Doctor because he wasn't around anymore. Mm-hmm. So they just got some look alike. Yeah, that was. Was it good? Interest- mm. It was. I mean, this was made in like the '80s, probably. Mm, the only one I saw when they did that whole thing was the special with the. Was, I don't remember the numbers. Tenth and eleventh. David Tennant and Matt Smith. Oh, and then John Hurt was. And then in John it, Hurt right? was supposed to be Christopher Eccleston, but he refused to come back. So they had invented a new Doctor. Oh right. A new in-between Doctor. What the fuck is with Eccleston, man? That guy is like. So strange. He's a good guy, a real good guy. I don't know. It, I, I'm not gonna. I want to say anything bad or, about Chris Eccleston, but read his interviews and he comes across as someone. You know, so he comes across as something. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I heard. Uh, I heard he wasn't down with his role in Thor two either. Is that true? I've heard. I've heard nothing but him being down on every role he's ever been in. So I don't know. A real British person. No. <laughs> Just kidding. British people are happy too. And then they killed him off. Well, they, they killed off his character in G.I. Joe too, which was oh, really yeah. stupid. That movie's terrible. Never saw it. Never saw the first one. Oh, well, you're better off. They look like they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> I watched one because it was my, my car was getting repaired and I needed to waste two hours. Oh, okay. And so I was like, I'll go see G.I. Joe too. Speaking of The Rock, he was in that. That was one of his earlier movies. Yeah. Didn't make it better. Well, same with Channing Tatum. That was, well, he got killed off in that one. In the f- second, second one, one yeah. but then they brought him back. No, nope. right? he just died. Oh, okay, interesting. And now they're probably gonna reboot that that series, I imagine, because it seems like Hasbro, with all their properties, is only really they had Transformers going around, and like they're doing Bumblebee, which I hope is good. But you know, I don't like. You know, I'd rather they just did a hard reboot. But like now they own Power Rangers, now they own GI Joe. You might as well make that wacky universe. Oh, Hasbro bought Power, Power Rangers. Rangers, so Saban's Power Rangers doesn't exist anymore. I don't think they were ever going to make that sequel. I don't think it did good enough. Well, no. <laughs> That's interesting, though. I mean, the acquisition of that property so soon after that movie. Yeah, I think that was probably like the 
they're like, well, that's it. You know, maybe maybe Saban or whoever was like, yeah, this movie didn't light the world on fire. Let's just let's retire. The sad thing is, is there is a good Power Rangers movie out there somewhere, yeah. but it's not going to be made. That sequel, I was waiting for that green hoodie to show up. Remember that green hoodie they teased at the end of that movie? I sort of forget. They was like, hey, is Tommy here? And they like, camera oh, zooms in yeah. on a green hoodie. And it's like, bum, bum, bum. I'm like, movie, don't jerk me off. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then for the second movie, we'll get another 10 minutes of actual Power Rangering around like the first movie was. That was, I don't know what, yeah, that was. Like I was all the way on board for the first half and then I fell overboard, here. fell all the way overboard in the second half. Well, we've talked about, yeah, we talked the, about the exact turning point of that movie. And that's when Rita shows up in that girl's bedroom and then the rest of the movie's just got off. Yeah, the shit. weird sexual assault. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so what else was going on Comic-Con news-wise? I don't remember hearing much. I mean, there's that new Matt Groening show that looks fun. It's like Futurama in yeah. medieval times. I have a friend that works on that. Oh, fun. Uh, I, I'll probably check it out. I don't watch TV, as everyone knows by now, but uh, I love The Simpsons. Love Futurama. Might as well continue loving Matt Groening's work. Give it a, give the it a shot made me chuckle. Least, right? I chuckled. Yeah. So that's something. Um, what else is going on? It's not much. There's a trailer for Star Trek Discovery, but I, I totally have not seen any of that I watched anyways. it. I like their uniforms. So that's yeah. the... I haven't... You know, I don't watch Star Trek. I noticed ever. in the trailer there's like... They reference Spock like a ton. They're talking about Spock all over that... Pl- over All over the place in that trailer. I assume the trailer is probably like the trailer for the first... Like like the... Probably like a two-part season premiere. All right, yeah. That's the way those kind of things work sometimes, you know? Where they show all the finished effects because that's all they have is just for the yeah. first couple episodes and then so that's probably why he's, that's probably why you have Captain Pike and you got the board Spock so heavily featured <laughs> I don't think those characters are going to be in most no. of the season it'll be one of those things where for whatever reason probably because they can't afford the character they will refer to him but they he won't be in it I don't think this well I think they could afford it it's just more like we don't want to ruffle the feathers no no would you get Zachary Quinto to reprise his role as Spock. See, that'd be awesome, right? That would be a real uh, real win. Yeah, but it raises questions because it's still the regular timeline, not the Kelvin timeline or whatever. Oh, yeah. But the actor still plays the same character, so it doesn't really matter. Right. But then Captain Pike is a different actor, but then he's younger because it takes place 10 years before the other movie. Uh, who cares? Sounds yeah, who cares? confusing. Yeah. <laughs> My friend who is a big Trek... Trekkie, I'm gonna say it because no, who gives a shit? He's a big Trekkie, and uh, he's like, man, tr- Discovery would be awesome if it was just set in the future. Like, I agree. Post was it Voyager. What's the most post Voyager? Post Voyager. Just set post Voyager. You don't have to worry about all this nonsense. I have to make things fit. You have this big sprawling series that's gone from 1964, three, sure, four. Anyways, the 60s. This giant sprawling series that's it was gone- 68, maybe. Yeah, I guess so, huh? Maybe. Uh, but anyways, from the 60s until currently, and it's never had, like, an actual ending to it. The actual... Oh, well, it shouldn't, though. But what I'm saying, it's though, It's like saying, is, making... like It's like, oh, Star Wars needs to but end. But it should be ongoing, then, right? It, yeah. Because right now, the unofficial ending to this entire timeline of Star Trek is just Voyager going back home. Yay! Yeah, right? like like that's not an ending. No, um, like for Star Trek or Star Wars, you know, it's like the end of the most recent 
saga movie is usually the end of the timeline, and then everything is that is just filling in the, all the gaps that we've established. Yeah. So then they then they jump forward again and rinse and repeat. Right. Um. So like that makes sense, but yeah, they haven't jumped forward since like what like two thousand two. Yeah, it's been that long. Yeah. Which is a bummer. And then I heard news today that like you know they're currently working on Star Trek Four, which hopefully comes out because I really like Star Trek Beyond. And um, it's the Quentin Tarantino. And the Tarantino thing? Star Trek movie is probably like according to Simon Pegg is like yeah I don't expect that for like six years. Oh yeah, it sounds like it. I. I bet it won't happen. I bet it won't happen. I would be really surprised if it ended up happening in the end, but I think we'll see Star Trek 4 before that. Oh, totally. I yeah. hope so. Star Trek 3 or Beyond didn't light the world on fire. Well, it's unfortunate because I thought it was a very nice, like, just a boilerplate, here's a Star Trek movie, finally. Here's, here's, I like J.J. Star, Star, Star Trek, Trek adventure. I like J.J. Star Trek better, but... Uh, oops. Yeah, the other one's good, though. Yeah, I, I guess it just depends on, like, you know, I think we both have specific reasons for, like, I like the third one because it wasn't, like, a retelling or a or origin story mm. or, what, you know what I mean? It was just like, hey, you can just walk into this movie and it's Star Trek and you don't have to worry about it. I like the it. first one because it's basically Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the second one was the real, like, nobody... Nobody I, liked that one. I think everybody can agree the second one was the bad one, but yeah, I would even call it, the second one's not like bad necessarily. It's just like it's it it's much it suffers from much too muchness. Yes, it's got that much too muchness going on. Yes. Um. So yeah, I guess that's Comic Con in a nutshell. Yeah, right. I can't think of anything else that that we we didn't end up talking about. Nothing. Nothing too. Uh, nothing too. Mind blowing, I don't think this year. Nothing blew my mind. Well, like rarely ever does. Yeah, but there wasn't any like secret like, oh hey, Batman v Superman. Oh like, yeah, that was the a big that reveals. was a big announcement. Oh yeah, right? you know there was no big reveals. It was sort of like, well, we knew these things were coming. Here's some trailers for them. And I guess the big reveal was Clone Wars season seven, which we already talked about. Oh yeah, yeah, because that was like the big reveal. I mean, there's like, even if you don't like what they're doing. When you watch those videos of like big reveals at Comic Con, the crowd loses their fucking mind. Oh, you totally. can't help but just like a single tear, and you like start grinning. You know, it's like they did it, the bastards. They finally did it. It's like I don't even. It's like it's like I I don't I don't even like Image Comics or whatever they're right talking about. Man, when's that Hellboy trailer coming out? I was just thinking the same thing. This would have been a perfect opportunity to. to Release a Hellboy trailer. Yeah, Godzilla trailer. It's not coming out till next May or whenever. Yeah. Where's my Hellboy trailer? I've been reading a bunch of Hellboy because I just got a bunch of. I picked up a huge stack of Omnibuy because, uh, yeah, they released three volumes of the Omnibus and one volume of the short story, and there's still two more I don't have because hmm. they're not out yet. But I just been working my way back through Hellboy because, uh, yeah, I had like you know a good smattering of stuff before, but man, I love Hellboy. It's my yeah. favorite. Well. I think it'll be very soon that we hear something. Hopefully. I mean, yeah. it is a January movie, so. Yeah. Not saying that will be bad, because so is Glass. Well, we'll see. But <laughs> it's, you know, we'll see. We'll see about Glass. I, I'll i talk about it next episode. I mean, we're we're pretty long in the tooth right now, so. Yeah, I do have these long teeth. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll save it for the next episode. All right, well, until then, 
Why don't you let us know what you liked about Comic-Con or whatever. You can find us at FilmTasticVoyage.com, FilmTasticVoyage at gmail.com, Facebook.com, slash FilmTasticVoyage. And also, if you want to see what movies we've been watching, we're on Letterboxd. I'm Batman Crothers, all one word. I'm Mr. Kerosene. And, uh, all one word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are a part of a bigger podcast network, the Let Me Listen Podcast Network. Hey, you can find us and all the other podcasts of the Limitless Podcast Network on our SoundCloud, on iTunes. Uh, there's literally just oozing with podcasts almost every day, every day of your life. So, hey, if you have hours to kill, if you're sitting at work just like crunching numbers and just, damn, you need something, right? Uh, turn on the Let Me Listen podcasts. There's plenty of uh, movie reviews, yeah. movie, movie talk, and uh, other things. Hey, um, leave us some ratings and some reviews. Yeah, we won't tell anyone. We won't tell anybody. But hey, tell your friends about us. Yeah. All right. That's why the most important thing. If you take one thing away from this podcast is tell your friends about us. Once we get enough friends, we're going to set up a camping trip. All right. There's going to be like 50 people. We're going to start Filmtastic Voyage Con. Filmtastic Voyage Con, yeah. The, there's, <laughs> it's... It's an end, it's just two days of one panel of mm-hmm. us answering questions. We're gonna do forty eight hours straight of recording. That'd be an interesting little experiment, but oh my god, wouldn't couldn't possibly even. Um, also, hyping it up right now, being the hype man. Episode hundred right around the corner. This is what ninety eight right now, and for episode one hundred, what we're doing is you're going to see our shining, twinkling faces is what you're going to be seeing because we're going to be filming that with our cameras. That's right. Uh, we're going to be filming. Uh, we're going to do a video podcast. Don't worry. We'll still have the audio for, uh, for, the, you know, for the SoundCloud and everything. But uh, we're going to launch our YouTube channel, Filmtastic Voyage YouTube channel, with the 100th episode video. Yeah. And if, you know, this is the future... And the video's not up. It's because we fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so stay tuned, everybody. And you know, start start thinking in your brain what we look like. I, I'm curious to know what people what people think we look like. Uh, but you're about to find out. So, yeah. I got to dye my hair. Yeah. I'll wear I'll wear the the glasses and the uh, mustache and the nose. Oh, the Groucho marks. Yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> All right, everybody. Until next time, uh, we love you. I'm sure you love us, too. Good night. Good night.